0: Log Talk Radio
1: I want to greet you this morning in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I want to thank Apostle Mercy, Mercer for the fivefold worldwide. I am Reverend Raymond Lucas, and it is truly a blessing to be here with you this morning. I will be bringing the word this morning from the book of Psalms, the 30th chapter, 1st through the fifth verse. And it reads as follows. I will extol you, O Lord, for you have lifted me up and have not let my foes rejoice over me. O Lord, my God, I cry out to you and you healed me. O Lord, you brought my soul up from the grave. You have kept me alive that I should not go down to the pit. Sing praise to the Lord, you saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holy name. For his anger is but for a moment. His favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night. But joy come in the morning. O oh, precious and everlasting Father God, guide us this morning. Lord. From thy crown on the top of our heads to the soles at the bottom of our feet. Touch us all, Father God, so all of our souls can be on one accord. Cool. This morning. My title is, Weeping May Endure for a Night, but Joy Comes in the Morning. Oftentimes in life we hear things, we hear sayings or even scriptures that we often look over or we may not look at the big picture because We hear it so much. This one in particular, I've heard all of my life. You would hear the older folk, as we called it when I was a young man, but you would hear them say when times get hard, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And after it being on my mind for a few days, I I decided to do a little research. And as usual, the old folks were right on time. We all heard their saying, with age comes wisdom. And after I looked in the book of Psalms at verse 30, it reflects in... It references to lead me to Deuteronomy 21 through 5. And it simply says, when you go out to battle against your enemies and you see horses and chariots and people more numerous than you, do not be afraid of them. For the Lord your God is with you who brought you up from the land of Egypt. So it shall be when you are on the verge of battle that the priest shall approach you and
2: speak to you.
1: And he shall say to them, hear, O Israel, today you are on the verge of battle with your enemies. Do not let your heart faint. Do not be afraid and do not tremble or be terrified because of them. For the Lord your God is he who goes with you to fight, for you against your enemies, to save you. And Moses wrote this, and the name Deuteronomy simply means the second law. What Moses was saying is, be of good courage. For every battle that you face in life, the Lord your God is with you. It reflects the Psalm of David. See, it could be a battle in your life that you have to face. It could be a loved one in your life that you're worried sick about. It could even be sickness in your life, a sickness that threatens us all. Don't let your heart think. Don't be afraid. Just stand on the word of God. For the Lord your God is with you. He goes everywhere with you every day. Just trust and believe in the Lord. The Bible says he will never leave you nor forsake you. Now, David, in the first verse, by saying, I will extol you. Or I will praise you, Lord, for all that you've done for me. Isn't that something that we all must do at all times? We need to praise God. Oftentimes we'll go through life and we may have this accomplishment or we may do this or or we may do that, but we oftentimes forget to say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God, for everything that you've done for me. You didn't have to do it, but you did it anyhow. You let your, your grace and your, your mercy rain down on me. You didn't have to, Father God, but you chose to do it, and I just want to say thank you anyway. The scripture says, praise the Lord who has lifted us up. You see, regardless of what we're going through in life, we have to give God the glory. We have to give God praise. The scripture says in Psalm 150, praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty firmament. Praise him for his mighty act. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Everything that has breath, praise ye the Lord. See, sometimes we get down and out and we get sick sometimes and you just don't know how to get well. Call on the name of Jesus. He hears your prayer. When you call on that name, that name above every name, The name that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. He hears your prayers. See, he gets your prayers and he boxes that prayer up. He puts it in a package. You just don't know when your package shall arrive. They say he may not come when you want him, but he's always on time. Trust in it. Just trust him. David said in verse 2, you healed me, O Lord, and you brought my soul from the grave. You let my time roll on just a little while longer. What a blessing when we actually stop and think about the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living and where he's brought us from to where we are right now. Yes, we all go through our trials and tribulations, but bless God, we're not what we used to be. We may not be where we want to be, but when we look back down that long, dusty road and see from whence we have come, my soul cries, hallelujah. David says, thank you, Jesus. Give remembrance to his name. Then I'd look. At verse 5, when it says, For his anger is but for a moment. His favor is for life. Once you turn your heart over to God, once you turn your soul to Jesus, once you learn how to call on that name, his favor is for life. thought about how many times in my life How many times in our lives that I fell short of God's glory, how we've all fallen short at one time or another. How many times have we done things in our lives that we didn't do what we should have done according to the Lord's word, but he's always quick to forgive us anyhow. Although we fall short at times, the word says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. First Peter 2.9 says, we are a chosen generation, a holy nation, his own special people. We are children of Christ. I may have slipped and we may have fallen, but the word says, all I have to do is claim him and give him praise. He'll call me out of the darkness into the marvelous light. We may have sinned against you, Father, but the word says in First John 1, 9, if I confess my sins, he is faithful and just. I'll trust in the Lord. We shall trust him, and we'll trust in his grace. The word says, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. I know his grace is sufficient. Then I looked at the rest of the fifth verse, and it said, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And I sat back and, and I think, about how many times in our lives the Lord has brought us through, how many times we've gotten down on bended knees and called on the name of Jesus. And that package, that package, you remember, don't you, that package that Jesus heard and boxed up for us, that package that he boxed up for you. Remember, he may not come when you want Him, but he's always, On time Let's look At that package Let's look at that box Just a little closer I was at a funeral The the other day And and I looked at the widow With tears streaming From the wells Of her eyes She had been Married to a saint of God For 30 years And he had slipped away and slumber with Christ. And as she looked at her husband sleeping in Christ, the only words that came to mind was, weeping may endure for a night. But joy comes in the morning. See, then it dawned on me what the old folks meant. See, she was crying because of her loss, which is understandable. But if we live our lives for Christ every day, as we call on his name and, and praise him, worship him, and trust in Jesus with our whole heart, he hears our prayer. And then I looked at the brother laying at rest and all I could think was 2 Corinthians twelve nine. When I looked at the water coming out of the wells of an eyes, and I looked down from the pool pulpit and I saw his body laying at rest and all the trials and the tribulations, that he had went through over the course of time and how many times he'd gotten down on bended knees, how many times the tears rolled from his eyes and how many times he didn't have the words to say, how many times he leaned on the Lord for wisdom, how many times he got up with joy in his heart saying, your grace is sufficient. And how many times he had a restless nights and how many times he didn't know which way to turn and how many times the Lord had reached way down just to pick him back up. The words in 2 Corinthians 12 and 9 flowed in my heart and it says, and he said unto me, my grace is sufficient. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities. The power of Christ may rest upon me. As he sleep in slumber, may the power of Christ upon me. And then I thought about Second Corinthians 5, 8, when it said to be absent. From the body is he present with the Lord. It led me the first Thessalonians four thirteen when it says Be not ignorant, brethren, concerning them which have fallen asleep. You see, we all sit back and, and we get down on bended knees and, and even on those days when we don't know what to do, how many times have you heard the words weeping, praying door for a night? But joy, great joy comes in the morning. We sit back in the troubled times and the worried times and the sickness and our health and our minds, our loved ones. And we just don't know what to do, but to bring it all, to bring it all, bring it all home. I sit back and, and I saw her crying, and all I could think about was weeping, man door for a night. But one day, one day, and it shall not be long, the Bible says the skies are going to crack open. The Bible says that the Lord and all his saints shall meet us in the air, and the dead, the dead in Christ, shall rise first, shall rise first. And, and then can you imagine, can you imagine on that day when we all gather and meet in the air, when the tears roll down our face when we see Christ, all I can sit back and think about is weeping, may endure for a night, but great joy, great joy comes. In the morning, when I sit back and think about the goodness of the Lord, my heart cries, yes, Lord. My heart cries, yes, Lord. When I think about Jesus and what he did for us when Jesus was being whipped, he said, by my stripes, you are healed. When he walked through the streets with that cross on his back, his mother Mary was crying. Can you imagine Jesus looking over saying, weeping, may endure for a night, but hold on, Mother Mary. Joy is going to come in the morning when they sit back and they stretch them out wide and they hung them high. The thief looked over and said, Father, remember me when you get in your kingdom. I can imagine the Lord saying, weeping may endure for a night, but joy, great joy comes in the morning. I can sit back and I can see my father stretched wide while they hung him high. When he sat back and he gave up the ghost, the Savior, the Savior sit there traveling and he's party, and, he and he sits back and, and I can remember, I can remember in my mind, I can see it in my mind, my Lord, my Savior hanging there and what he did for us, each and every one of us, he did this so you and I can have a right to the tree of life. So when my brother was laying there, the Lord did all of this and he said, oh death Where is thy singer, O grave? Where is thy victory? Therefore, my brethren, be ye steadfast, be unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord, I say weeping may endure for a night, but joy, great joy comes. In the morning, remember what the Lord has done for each and every one of us. Remember where our heart lies. Trust in God with all thine heart. Trust in God with all thy might. He'll never leave you, nor he shall he forsake you. Always remember to praise the Lord. Let all things praise the Lord although weeping, may endure for a night. Praise the Lord. It says praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty pyramid. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the lute and the harp. Praise him with the temple and the dance. Praise him with stringed instruments and flutes. Praise him with loud cymbals. Praise him with crashing cymbals. Let everything, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise ye, the Lord. Remember, when you get down on bended knees, the old folks knew what they were talking about. Although times may be hard right now, Times May get you down Right now Trust Trust in Jesus That name Of every name That name that Every tongue shall confess confession Every knee Every knee Your knee My knee Her knee His knee Every knee Shall bow And just say to yourself, weeping may endure for a night, but joy, great joy, comes in the morning. Trust God. He'll never leave you, nor forsake you. Let the Lord guide you, and let him be with you. May God continue to wrap his loving arms around you and trust in the Lord with thine
2: whole heart.
1: Amen, amen, and amen again. Be blessed in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Apostle Mercer, for this morning's blessing. You have truly blessed me. And may we all be blessed. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen and amen. Reverend Lucas, is there any words of wisdom or encouragement you'd like to give to the radio audience today since this is our 2023?
1: You know, the only words of encouragement that I can give us all, times may seem difficult, times may seem hard, but the one constant is that the Lord loves us all. He knew you when you were in your mother's womb. And he's just waiting for you to call on his name. Trust him. Call him. He hears your prayers. He hears every prayer that you send up. He boxes that prayer. And trust me, he'll send it to you. You just be ready for your package when it gets there. It's amazing how we can order things off of, be it a Amazon or where have you, and we wait for the FedEx truck or we wait for the UPS truck. We'll even track our package and wait for it to come. We know the day, and it will even tell us the approximate hour. Now, this is something that you want. Now, God gives good and perfect gifts. Now, the same way you can wait on that package, wait and trust in God to deliver his. See, the package that you order from anywhere else, it will get old. It may not be what you wanted when you're it. You may have to send it back. Throughout time, no one has ever sent a package back to the Lord. Throughout times, no one has ever been disappointed when the Lord has blessed you with your package. Wrap your loving arms around our Lord and Savior. He'll be there for you. He'll never leave you nor forsaken. And I'm not telling you something that I've heard, I'm telling you what I know. If he can look and bless and trust an old piece of dust like me, he surely can bless and deliver you. Don't be afraid to call on the Lord for your blessing. Trust him. He'll never leave you, nor forsake you. Always giving praise to our Lord and Savior. Peace.
0: Amen. Amen. That was so beautiful. Could you close us out in a prayer for this year, please?
1: Yes, indeed, I shall.
2: Yes, indeed, I shall.
1: Oh, gracious an everlasting Although we know that weeping may endure for a night, your great joy, great joy comes in the morning. You're that bright light with that enduring heart. Continue to wrap your loving arms around each and every one of us, Father God. Not just for right now, but bless us throughout the course of this year. It's the beginning of a new year, a new start. And we need you, Father God. We need you in times like these. Be with us, God. We know if you walk with us, we'll be blessed. We know if we call on your name, call on your name, Father God, your grace and your mercy is sufficient. Be with us, Father. Now to him who's able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, to God our Savior who alone is wise, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forevermore in all in one accord all of you say amen amen and amen again be blessed in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ amen just way.
2: i Everything going wrong in the world today,
0: you've got to know. <laughs> yes, Jesus will make it all right. Truly, we just heard from John P. King and Patrick Dawson, and truly, God will make it all right. God bless you again. We just heard from that dynamic speaker, Dr. Ray Lewis. Notice I said Dr. Ray Lewis instead of Reverend Ray Lewis because God has given him the insight and the wisdom to rightly divide the word of truth. I would encourage everyone on the third Sundays of the month, again, on that third Sundays of the month, each and every month, you can hear Reverend Ray Lucas from 830 to 9 o'clock. Tell your family. Tell your friend that Reverend Lucas will be on the air every third Sunday of the month. God bless you again. Thank you so much for tuning in to us. And remember what he said, that God will make it all right. As you get your Bibles now, as we start into the the other part of our broadcast, which is the five-fold ministry, we want to encourage you to get those Bibles out and let us continue to worship And to praise God Let us go in at this time With a particular Semantic hymn And God bless you You're listening to The Fireful Ministry Broadcast Amen
2: I am free
0: And again on Sunday and truly we are free to worship and praise God and to give him all the honor again if you would like to get in touch with us it is P.O. box 9786 again five full ministries P.O. box 9786 Baltimore Maryland 21284. Again, that's Baltimore, Maryland, two, one, two, eight, four. Again, we ask you the question: "Are you free to worship your God?" When you hear the different music and sounds played on this radio station, this is our disclaimer that the artists own rights to those music. We are here to promote those sounds and glorify God that the artist owns that right, and we are so blessed to even listen and share in that experience. So we would encourage you to get those CDs. You're listening to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast, and we are excited as we go in and continue praising God this morning. Sit back and relax, and as you get ready... If you're going out to the house of prayer, go with your hands raised up. Go with anticipation to hear the word of God. Go with excitement that God is going to speak to that preacher or that prophet and to encourage you, what thus said the Lord of hosts. And if you are tuned in to us today because you cannot go to church, then sit back and relax. Because truly we have a word from the Lord You're listening to the 5-fold ministry broadcast As we go in and just enjoy the worship God bless you, amen
2: And I've got to be where you are And I want to be where you are And I've got to be where you are.
0: The songwriter says that I want to be where God is and where you are. Truly, when we worship God, we want to be right there so we can enjoy the worship. As we go into the inner court and behind the veil, so that the outpouring of the Holy Spirit can fall fresh on us. Let us listen to one of our favorites with Tremaine Harkins. And God bless you as we go in and worship God. Amen.
2: Hey you have fallen
0: Yes, the songwriter says, the potter want to put you back together again. You just heard from Tomaine Harkins and Walter Harkins that God want to put you back together again. Which brings us to our story today. I want you to get out your Bibles as we examine the word of truth and to say what thus said the Lord of hosts. Again, you're listening to the Full Ministry Broadcast. I'm your host, Apostle Margie Mercer, and God bless you. And again, Happy New Year. I said for the whole week, the whole month, the whole year, that this is our Happy New Year, that we live to see another year in the Lord. Oh, hallelujah, that God is so good. You know, when you hear wars and rumors of wars and some have gone on, that we are still in the land of the living, and we have a lot to be grateful for. And even starting off this year, that God gave us a word that says, walk in expectancy. Walk expecting your healing, expecting your miracle, expecting the signs and wonders of God, that God can do anything but fail. God made promises. If you read his word that he made promises to us, and he can fulfill those promises. You know why? Because God's grace is sufficient for thee. I want you to be encouraged, and I want you to know that God said that this will be your turnaround season. When you believe it, you can receive it. When you can expect it, it shows that you have trust and faith in God. But, uh uh-oh, there's a downside. i say it again. Our scripture today shows us that there is a downside to receiving those blessings. Hold on to your seat, to your head. If I step on your toes, just say "ouch." That God help me to hold out, so I can be a better person than you. Well, God bless you. I'm going ahead of myself, but we're going to look at First Chronicles, uh, chapter 21, verses 1. First Chron- Chronicles, chapter twenty-one, verses one and first Chronicles, chapter twenty-two, verses six. Again, that's first Chronicle verses twenty-two and six. You can also make reference to first Chronicle verses, uh, chapter thirty and verses two and three. That's chapter thirty, verses two and three, and. We will use as a starting point Psalms 30 and 31. Well, we are so blessed we had a speaker today which was telling us that God's grace is sufficient for thee. You know, we are so grateful and so proud for those who come on to help us divide the word of truth. And I am so grateful that when I looked at this particular uh, scripture here that... Uh, Reverend uh, Ray Lucas gave us this morning that the Lord brought something to my attention that looking over uh, Psalms 30 and 31 that God had to deliver David. And when he delivered him, he put him on the threshing floor. I'll say it again. It is called the threshing floor. It's a floor that where. You have to bow before God because of the pain and the suffering of the choices that you have made that God have to deliver you. Good God Almighty. You know, when God says that you can expect your healing, your blessing, your financial blessing, and all the things that he has promised you, that we should be grateful and, of course, we should praise him. But there is a downside to receiving those blessings from God. Ah, oh. So what do you mean that there's a downsize? Well, when we look at this particular story, if you get your text out, it says that David had to go to the threshing floor of God, which God was using that particular area in his temple. You know, the old people used to call that area the Mona's Bench. I'll say it again that some of those Pentecostal churches used to have an area where it was the moaning bench, where you could go over there and moan to God and tell him your trouble and cry and and hopefully receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, that there was an area in the church. Some people still have those uh, benches that when they go in to sit, especially in the Catholic churches, that you can pull out benches and you can sit down and kneel to God and to pray to God. You don't have to necessarily sit in the seat because the benches are attached to the back of the chair that you can kneel before God. That came about because David had to kneel before God in a thrashing position of conviction. In other words, that in the temple, there are those who have an area where you can just go there and you can just prevail, you can just... uh, Seek God during your troubles and your times. Some of the churches today, they all say, well, let's gather around and let's have a corporate prayer that we all join together. But there are times that souls will come to the altar and bow down at the altar and pray to God, and then sometimes the deacon or missionaries, or they will take them in the back. And in the back they have the threshing room or the room of conviction where they can continue to pray for God for deliverance. It depends on that denomination. Well, our story says that David went to the threshing floor, that David had to stop for a while because in his blessing that God had to use that particular area to show David said, look. I have blessed you, I have given you wealth, I have built you up, I have made sure that you are secure in me, but yet you have forgot one thing. i say it again, that David forgot one thing, that David forgot that everything that was given to him, that God had given it to him through his grace and his mercy, uh-oh, you know, sometimes people are like that, that they forget where they came from. They forget that it was the source of those who have made sacrifice, that it could have been mom or dad. It could have been slavery during that time of history. It could have been grandma or grandpa who put those savings aside, that you didn't get there on your own. I'll say it again, that people today forget that. It was those who sacrificed to teach in the classrooms. It was those who put those monies up for scholarships or financial aid or the government who came up with the Pell Grant. You did not make that on your own. Sure, you studied to find yourself approved, but there was a lot of things in place that God had family and friends who would feed into that ministry or give you a couple of dollars for gas to get to school or teachers who gave you the grades in the classroom so you can get to the next level. You know, it's sad when people say, look at me that I have arrived. Look at me that I'm successful. Look at me that I am rich or look at me that I've made it. But they forgot the one thing, that it is God who made it possible. Yeah, they'll say, you know, God gave it to me. Thank the Lord. You know, God blessed me. But where down in their heart, they are not showing the truth the true appreciation to God that it was through him that all things are possible. You know, a lot of times people say, you know, I did this because I invest in this stock. Yeah, but if God had not put the stock idea in somebody's mind or opened up Wall Street or fixed it for those who uh, specialize in sales or those who specialize in uh, dealing with business or investment, You wouldn't have got to where you have gotten to. It wasn't about you or your wisdom or your money or your investment or your finances, but it was the opportunities that God opened up the door for you so you could get blessed. This was a situation with David, that David had got to the point that he got a little puffy. He got a little arrogant. He got to the point that, he realized that the security of God was upon his life. Sometimes people know that God is favoring them, that God is blessing them, that they strut a little bit different. So we used to laugh and say, look at that boy over there bouncing. Look at him. He's walking with a glide because he was feeling himself, feeling a little cocky. David had to experience an illness through a plague, that God has sent to a nation of people that had put David down. Good God Almighty. You can imagine that when you sitting high up and then sickness hit your body, when you feeling all right and all of a sudden the doctor tells you that you got cancer, or you look like you got that COVID and it's not getting any better, God have to remind us that his grace is sufficient. Isn't it ironic that all over the world, it was not just in the United States, it was not just in China, but it went through Africa, England, the Arab nation, uh, United States, Russia. That plague went through the whole nations of people around the world to tell them to sit down, be quiet, put the mask on, stay inside, keep your distance don't be around people because you have forgotten that it's God's grace that has given you the air to breathe that you don't need the mask. It is God's grace, hey, that we can fellowship one for another and give each other hugs that we didn't have to worry about getting germs. It was God's grace that we could get on those planes and have those nice vacation and see family and friends that we didn't have to worry about COVID. David had forgotten himself, forgotten his roots, forgotten his past, that it's not all about you, David, but it's about God. Good God Almighty, help me, Holy Ghost, that God have to put you down sometime to a threshing floor, that God got to bend you down. So, look, let me tell you something. If it wasn't for Mama and Daddy praying, if it wasn't for your grandmother picking their cotton, if it wasn't for your family being poor, if it wasn't for people putting ideas in your head, if it wasn't for Wall Street even open up the opportunity for you to invest, don't take nothing for granted when God bless you. Don't have a sense of false security that God is not in the picture. Up, oh, you better give it to God. You better give it to God. David had to feel that illness. David had to realize that this plague that come upon his body, that he still need God. So many people said, was praying that they didn't get the COVID. So many people was praying that they find the medicine that would cure the shot. Some people had two shots and three and four booster shots, and they had to go back and get more shots and medication that, God, please help us. If not, we're going to die. Good God Almighty. You know, I watched a nation of people for two years that everybody was like, you know, hoping that God would intervene. And, and and a lot of people was making resolutions how that when they could take the mass all or when they could come out their home, that they were going to change and walk for the better. I'll say it again. A lot of people made a lot of false promises. And I hope it wasn't you. If I step on your toes, just say, ouch. You know, Davis was one of those people that could say, ouch. He had got beside himself that when things was bad, he remembered God. But once he got up there, the job was okay, the money was right, nothing was acting funny, he felt a little good, he was back to his old self, his confidence was back. He got a little cocky, and he forgot in false security that it's God that made it all possible, good God Almighty. David, in the word of God, said that when he had all those riches and all those power and all that wealth that came to him, it went to his head. A lot of times when people get that house and they marvel at it, that they don't know that they're worshiping that wealth or that house as an item. A lot of times when people get that Mercedes Benz or that Rolls Royce or drive in that Cadillac and they feel good. But it was God who put the minerals and put all the metals together so that even the companies and the Fords and all of them could uh, even make those type of cars, even them Lamborghinis, that it was God to put everything on earth. But sometimes people said, look at me, I'm riding in my SUV, I'm, I'm in this new uh, 2023 Mercedes, and some of them said, you know, I got this $200 million plane Others say, you know, I got this $56 million house or this $15 million garage. Look at me. I have risen. It says that David got beside himself and God had to put him on a floor of illness and sickness. That, that you know, sometimes I hear people say, you know, people say, uh, I have been elevated and God favors on me. Yes, that's true. Be honest and sincere in your heart that his favor is on you, so don't forget your brother. Don't forget those that may need a meal. Don't forget those that's in the orphan. Don't forget those homeless people. Don't forget family and friends that you made it, but you got to also look out for family. You made it, but you got to tell that teacher thank you. You made it, but you got to give grandma and grandpa that hug. You made it, but you got to say thank you, because if it wasn't for the mercy and grace of God, that I wouldn't have made it. You know, all this stuff went to David Head. You know, I, I look at some people sometimes, I hear people say that um, they're on worldwide radio and TV. They're a little cocky. Same way you get on, you can get off. Same way I watch people get excited that they have their own TV program, they're on all of the stations around the world, they feeling good. I got my own TV show. By next year, the show is gone. It's cut off. The ratings went down. You don't get to the point that you get so cocky, so arrogant, so uppity that you are not humble enough to say, thank God that I made it. There's nothing wrong in having good things like myself. I'm a person that loves bling. I'm like a bird. Anything that glitter, I love it. <laughs> I'm just anything that sparkles, I'm right there, just excite me. You know, my text man said, you got to stop spending your money unwisely. Anything that sparkles or shines, you can't go after it. You're going to be broke. <laughs> so we have to be wise steward, even with our money. David is so blessed of God that he started out as a poor shepherd boy in the field, Smelling the dung of sheep out there in the cold, listening to the wolves howl, you know, had to come up on, I'm sure, regularly brinkin and sit on the cold ground, that he had forgot that he came from the slums. He had forgot that he came from the ghetto. He had forgot that he came out the pig pen, and he was out there with the sheep's dung, and that God raised him up to a king. Good God Almighty, help me, Holy Ghost. I feel as though I'm stepping on toes, but just say, ouch, and ride this train with me. Well, when God delivered David, and said, look, I'm going to make you a king. Samuel, go over there and pour oil on his head, bless him ahead of time. And notice the oil went from his head all the way down to his foot because his mind had to be in right places. You know, you hear sometimes people say, I hit them, they made the lottery. They made the lotto, they got the mega power, or whatever they call those different things. But there are people who cannot handle wealth. I know it's not you. There are people who cannot handle that new job or that new position or that new church or the more people in the congregation, that new title, that new opportunity. There are people who cannot handle the success that God will give them. Good God Almighty. The wealth had gone to David's head and made him proud. It had uh, false security and fame. Look at me. You know, I, I love listening to the old singers. They would uh, goggle with lemon and uh, salt water. They would ensure their voices, because they know that they can sing today and be hoarse tomorrow. And they can get a platinum album today and nobody can hear of them next week that fame and fortune from the world and the glorification of man, it don't last always. Look at Jesus. Jesus walked that road and did miracle signs and wonders. Jesus lift people up. Jesus healed people of the sickness. He was a star. Everybody around Hollywood knew who Jesus was. His name was all in the paper on Hollywood Boulevard. Everybody knew about Jesus. But then... Soon, as other people start running their mouths, and I'll say it in my own way to make you laugh this morning, soon as it got in TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, the Internet, one little comment, all of a sudden his popularity went down. People got jealous. People wanted to pull the rug. People started scandalizing his name. Uh-oh. Isn't it like people, they haters. People who hate to see you do good. People hate to see you already on TV. People hate to see that God is blessing you and your churches and is growing. People hate because your ministry seems like it's shining. There's blessings for all of us. We all can have a piece of God's pie. But then they get mad. You know, he got a bigger slice than me. He got a cherry. He got the biggest piece of cherry on his side. I ain't get no cherry on mine. His pie is warm. Mine got cold. Not that you uh being blessed to be at the table to eat the pie, but then you complaining that it's not fair. God has to remind us that when you get the mind of the world, when you put value on, I'm beautiful today, but I could be old tomorrow. I'm looking good today, but I could be sick tomorrow. I'm rich today, but I could be poor tomorrow. I'm doing good today. I'm high and lifted up. But guess what? You could be crippled tomorrow. God had to remind David that his grace, God's grace, is sufficient for thee. It's not about you, David. Yep. I took you to be a king. Yep. I'm letting you build up my church. Yep. I'm adding to the increase. Yep. I'm even letting you make it out of gold. <laughs> I'm even making sure that the diamonds, the golds, and the minerals, everything that you need, that you didn't have to go to the promised land, that I put you in the promised land. Good God Almighty. It's sad that the Israelites had to be delivered out of bondage, or black people had to be delivered out of slavery. And God put them in a position of land of milk and honey. But then they forgot themselves that it was God that put the mammon out the ground. It was God that had the uh, rocks to cry out water. It was God that took the slavery and put them up north so they couldn't get lynched. Uh oh, let me slow down. I'm getting excited. It was God that took them from down that uh, southern stake of prejudice and and uh, separation of man from from himself to say you're nothing. But a slave, you're nothing uh, but a house. Mm. But whatever it was that when God gave them the opportunity to go up north to go to school and go to college and be able to uh, have their names out on billboards and put them in magazines and put them in covers and put them on radio and TV and had their pockets to be full, that they got cocky. They got arrogant. They got false hope. Look at me. I'm going to give you another story to make you laugh this morning. <laughs> I have a Jaguar, a 2002 Jaguar. It's my dream car. I went to the Cadillac and Jaguar dealer. My credit wasn't that great, and it took me about 10 hours to get that car. <laughs> about 10 years back, I went to the bathroom, which we call the threshing floor, where David had to go for his deliverance. And I got on my knees. I said, God, I'm in here in the toilet and the stools. I'm in the bathroom. I said, but, God, I want that Jaguar. That is like my dream car. I like Lamborghinis. I love Rose Voices. That's just what I like. I like antique cars. I said, but, God, I want this Jaguar. God fixed it. I got it. <laughs> when I got it home, I said, uh-oh, how am I going to pay for it? <laughs> I said, here, I got me a sunroof. Nice silver, black leather, wood interior, nice grains, jaguar emerald, the little uh design in the front of the jaguar. And I was like, yep, I got my jag. But how am I going to pay for it? <laughs> it was nothing but God. Each and every day, I said, God, thank you. I had that car for 10 years. I had to go get it inspected. I barely made it, that little jaguar was humping down the road, book, book, book. I said, God, I didn't forget where I came from. This is my toy. This is what I consider that I have made it to the point that I'm able to buy myself a jaguar and then pay the payment through the grace and mercy of God. That's my toy. I made it to the MVA. They said, when are you going to sell it? It's not passing inspection. I said, I'm holding on because I can't afford another one. But I thank God that I, it reminded me to stay humble. So what? You got a Jaguar. So what? You got a Mercedes. So what? You got a Cadillac. So what? You got an edifice with 10,000 people, 30,000 listeners. So what? You're Worldwide TV. But if God don't continue to bless it, it could all be gone Tomorrow. David had to go to that threshing floor. He had to get delivered of himself, of that pride, of his own mindset that he had achieved success and fame. David was trapped by false security of his property, his worldly possession. Look at me. You know, a lot of times people want to approve other people. Look at me. Why is it necessary to get your enemy's approval that you're doing good? Uh Uh-oh. Why is it necessary that you got to shine in front of your brothers as you walk around, your chest stuck out, your tail sunk in, but your chest pushed up? Look at me. I got the job. I got the career. I got so much money that is overflowing. Look at me. I got a businesses, and I'm bringing in a million a year. Look at you. That R.S. is waiting. (laughs) that the devil still in the story. He ran on the door, get ready, pull the rug. You can get sick tomorrow, and it's all gone. That it's good to have it, but stay humble. God wants you to be blessed. God wants you to have those type of worldly possession, but don't become like the world to just go ahead and shine and get the approval of man. David was trapped. He had to go to the threshing floor of sickness. But when he came to himself, good God Almighty, i say it again. Help me, Holy Ghost. When David came to himself, he realized that he was sick and he couldn't enjoy those things tomorrow. He realized that he had caused a little trouble for himself, even with God not praying daily, reading his word, bowing down in the temple. That he had to go to the thrashing floor of pain because he had caused his own trouble. A lot of times that we cause things for ourselves, a lot of times that we cause the traps that we fall in, a lot of times that the choices that we make, that we put a noose around our own neck. My kids used to hate me to say this. I say, you are committing self-suicide. They said, Mom, what you mean self-suicide? I say, you're hurting yourself. When you don't pray for yourself, when you don't live according to God's words, when you don't put prayer in your life, when you don't treat people the way you want to be treated, when you say nasty things out your mouth and try to turn down the character of other people, you hurt yourself. Don't you know that the trap you lay for others, that you fall in it? Don't you know running your mouth against other people that people are going to scandalize your name? Don't you know that you reap what you sow when you do things to harm others? But when you stay humble in your blessing, When I was driving that Jaguar down that beltway the whole time, I was saying, thank you, Jesus. I go another couple of feet, thank you, Jesus. I made it to MVA, thank you, Jesus. I made it home. I said, God, thank you. (laughs) Because I wanted to hold on to my blessing, but I had to be humble. God had to take David to a thrashing floor to know that he caused his own troubles. When God honor His word that He's been doing the whole time of your life since you've been in your mother's womb, but when that extra piece of ham is on your table, when that extra piece of steak is able to be brought by you, when that extra vacation can come in, when you can get that extra diamond or bling, when you can go ahead and get that new car, when you're able to put another addition to your house or even add on to your church, hey, hallelujah! Give God the praise. Don't be a person that have uh, committed suicide to your own self because of your own mouth, your own attitude, and your own disposition. David had to bow down at the slashing floor. David had to remember the God that he served. David knew that in times of trouble that God would be there. David knew that when he made a commitment to God, that God would hear his prayers. David knew that God is his refuge. Just because you got a, a pipeline to God, don't think that you can take God for granted. Uh oh, I say it again. Just because you're the favorite, or God has put oil on your head, or God has put you up in the palace, or God has put you in the chariot, or God has put your name in radio and TV, and God has put you in the newspaper, and God has blessed you among people and kinfolks, and God has blessed you in their town and God has blessed you to rise your head up. Don't think that your ego is such that God is going to always bless you when he know down in your heart that you're becoming wicked. Uh-oh. You don't want your false illusions. You don't want that wickedness, that self-pride, that ego pull you away from the devotion to God. Good God Almighty. David, idols. Sometimes people think idols are buildings. Idols are pride. Items is going after money. Items could be having a lot of material, uh, wealth, and possessions that you take as uh, part of your uh, who you are. Look at me. I'm in a 15-room uh, palace. Look at me. I got that 2023 Mercedes. Look at me. I got that Lexus. When you get to those points that those things are so important and you just say, God, thank you, or if you can afford it by somebody else, I have said to myself, I said, you know, once I get this Jaguar fixed and I thank God for it, that if I get another car, I'm going to bless somebody with this Jaguar. That God want us to realize that everything that we put in our lives, we've got to put him first. That everything that he have given us, that we shall be a blessing to somebody else that God want our total allegiance. David had to praise God on that floor of sickness. David had to praise God when his money started acting funny. David had to realize that, you know what, this blessing that I have have can be pulled on to, uh, I mean, uh, pushed to someone else. And God did that very thing. He had Solomon, his son, to build the temple. You know why? Because David had started doing his own thing and stopped listening to God. God still bless him. He still enlarged his territory because he loved him so. God is that kind of God. God loves you today, beloved. God will bless you to stay, and God will bless you with prosperity. God will bless you with healing. God will bless you that you can have that ministry or radio or TV, whatever you desire, but don't go after the idol, say, I'm doing this because I'm going to get money. I'm going to do this because people are going to see me or pay me. For me to just preach Jesus, Lord, have mercy. I want to say to you as we enter, as always, into this year 2023, let's do it right. Thank God for those opportunities. Help God to or tell God to help you make those right decisions. Thank God for his Holy Ghost. As I always say, help me, Holy Ghost. Good God Almighty. David had to realize that all the blessings that he had and all the opportunities that he had that led to his victory, that led to his success, that it was through the mercy, the grace, and the favor of God. I would encourage you today, beloved, that, don't get so beside yourself and get so cocky that you forget where you came from. As people said, that you forget your roots or you forget that it all started through, that some of you, that the moms had to pick that cotton, that they had to sacrifice those pennies or work those two and three jobs to help you to go to school. God bless you today. I hope I wasn't a killjoy, but I have to say what thus said the Lord of hosts. Don't let him put you on that threshing floor that you're calling out for his deliverance of
2: yourself.
0: That would have been a good song right there playing Leander uh, Johnson's song that says that, Help me in my own mind that I kill my own thinking. Sometimes I think too much. God bless you again. You're listening to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. At any time that you want to worship with us, any time that you would like to fellowship with us, we on the air Monday through Fridays, as well as on the weekend. I'm your host, Apostle Margie Mercer. You're listening to the Five Folk. Let us go in and just have a little bit of worship before we close out. And remember, the thrashing floor is a, a floor where you have to repent and go to God and say, God, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm going to church today, and I'm all shined up, and I'm going with my new clean car, my pretty suit. Humble if it wasn't for God. Put them tithes and offerings in there. Help build that uh, extra addendum to the church. Go out there and help somebody that may want some of that steak sandwich that you're going to buy today or that crab cake. And just be a better person and a good person. Exalt, edify, and encourage. Say things to people that come out your mouth that would lift them up and show the love that's necessary to show to each other. Let me me stop because I'll start a part two. God bless you again. Let us listen to some more. Praise music. Amen.
2: problem.
0: again I said praise him and don't forget where God has brought you from because if it wasn't for Jesus where would we be God bless you again remember the Sabbath and keep it holy stay humble and meek show love and be grateful let us listen to another little hymn that just to pick us up this morning get us started and put them sausages and pancakes and eggs on the plate as we drink that coffee and be grateful for that orange juice (laughs) and get on out there and worship God. Amen. Amen.
2: In the void of the night Our God is an awesome God He spoke into the darkness And created the light Our God is an awesome God Just men and rats He poured out on Sodom Mercy and grace He gave us us the fun Hope that you have not Two, three, four times Our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God He said Our God is an awesome God
0: Bellas say our God is an awesome God just remember to give him the praise to give him the glory and to give him the honor God bless you and be blessed until next time this is your host apostle this is your host apostle Margie Mercer God bless you
1: bye-bye